The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. It's hard to believe, it's hard to believe, but the Lakers season is here. Ladies and gentlemen, and everybody listening to the Ethos Lakers podcast, welcome back, welcome in, as we preview the Lakers tipping off the 2022-23 NBA season against the Golden State, a.k.a. San Francisco Warriors, a.k.a. Defending Champions, Tuesday evening. It is amazing. Welcome back to another season. Welcome back. Ethan's going to be here with you on a solo ride for this one. JC's going to come at you with a solo ride after the game, and it's going to be a lot more regular. There has been just a whole lot of life happening, and I'll fill you guys in in just a little bit, but make no mistake, we are here to celebrate the return, the epic return of the Los Angeles Lakers regular season basketball, a team that is likely thrilled to see the preseason in the rearview mirror Not a whole lot of good to take out of the preseason with a couple of notable exceptions, which we will get into on this episode. But nonetheless, everybody is healthy. AD missed some time in the preseason, that lower back tightness. But he says he's healthy. The Lakers say he's healthy. Russell Westbrook is a little dinged up. Dennis Schroeder is a little dinged up. So the Lakers now find themselves with a de facto Patrick Beverly set to set set to set the tone as the starting point guard in the lineup and we'll get into the starting lineup for these Lakers and just welcome back I mean how's it feel this preseason obviously did not show us the types of things we were sort of hoping to see especially given how the first literally five minutes began but I want to take it back on this episode we're going to talk about media day we're going to talk about things that have happened along the way we're talking about Rob Palenka his extension, all sorts of things happening with this team. and I mean, let's just get right into it. It has been a very, very interesting, interesting route for these Los Angeles Lakers. I believe it was LeBron who said recently that he likes the pieces of the team, the parts, but he's just not sure about the construction yet or something to that effect. I thought it was very poetic. Good way of saying, yeah, I mean, we got some guys who can do some things, but how it fits together, I think, is what we're trying to still figure out here. You know, I think that's well said. At media day, we had to sit there. I mean, I almost just, I just almost lost my mind. I'm going to be honest. I almost lost my mind. Because as exciting as I was, as exciting as it was, and as excited as I was to see the Lakers have their uniforms on, everybody back on the court, Darvin Ham, Coach Energy, all that stuff. We had to sit there and listen to Rob Palinka basically set, telling the Lakers media and Lakers fans that not only will the Lakers trade picks that it's been reported that they won't trade in an effort to upgrade this team, but but also that look at the guys we brought in. We've we've sort of done our job because we got younger, right? We got a lot younger, more athletic. Okay. 
You know what's amazing? Every single one of the guys the Lakers didn't re-sign from last year, those veterans, the Trevor Arizas, Dwight Howards, the Wayne Ellingtons, that group of players. You know what's amazing? Not a single one of them is on an NBA roster. Okay. As far as the additions, it turns out that Troy Brown Jr., a guy who, you know, Rob Palenka basically said is going to have to play a large role on this team. He's going to be out a matter of weeks with this mysterious back injury. Juan Toscano Anderson has not exactly lit it up in any sense of the phrase. Everybody was worried about the Lakers having too many point guards with Westbrook and Schroeder and Beverly. And if you want to call Kendrick not a point guard, sure, go ahead. Well, that problem, like we just said, has basically solved itself right now. Westbrook is a, is a big maybe going into the season. Dennis Schroeder is going to be out for a little while. So it's going to be the Patrick Beverly show at the point guard position. So I know everybody's sort of itching to talk about the starting five. But let's, let's not wait any longer. Without further ado, okay? To me, if Russell Westbrook is unavailable, because I'm not sure the Lakers are going to put Westbrook on the bench to start the season if he's available. But maybe they'll surprise me, okay? But if, especially if Westbrook is unavailable. Are we, are we looking at something like Patrick Beverly, Kendrick Nunn, Austin Reeves, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, right? We all know that Anthony Davis does not prefer to play center, but you know what, buddy? That's what your team needs. So get over it, all right? This, this, this battle, this conversation about Damian Jones versus Thomas Bryant, neither one exactly ran away from the other which I think if you're the Lakers, you were hoping to see one of those guys perform notably better, right? Especially since both of them, it's familiar terrain. The Lakers are so thin on the wing that I don't, I don't, it feels like I'm eating sauce with chicken instead of chicken with sauce, okay? I'm, I'm all about sauce analogies right now. As a, as a Jets fan, Sauce Gardner is the truth. He is him, by the way, Okay. LeBron, bless him. He's probably going to pass Kareem, you know, barring something unforeseen this season in terms of being the all-time leading scorer. He's going to be that dude. He looks like he's in his 20th season. And I say that with so much respect and so much love because he is still that dude at times. At times. Not all the time. Okay? But at times, he is still that dude. And there, there is no criticizing what this guy has been able to do in terms of keeping himself at this level, at this point in his career with how much basketball he's played. But this idea that, all oh, the Lakers have LeBron. Yeah, they got LeBron. But this has to be about Anthony Davis more than it is about LeBron. It has to be about Anthony Davis more than it is LeBron. Let me say it again. Okay. Anthony Davis more than LeBron. This is now Anthony Davis' team. And I know many people have kind of talked about this for, I mean, at least this preseason, but even going back to previously. But this is this is Anthony Davis' team, okay? I don't know. Once Westbrook is healthy, because it looks like it's the, the hamstring injury looks like it's a pretty short-term thing, okay? But I'm sure it'll be milk for whatever it's worth. That said... It's, I don't know how the Lakers are going to put it together yet. There were times in the preseason where Westbrook said, okay, I'm going to attack the, the rim. 
I'm going to look for the guys on the wing. I'm not going to force anything. And it looked okay. Then there were other times where he looks like Westbrook. And I don't even mean that as a, as a dig. But it's just when you when you have played a certain way for so long and you're so used to it, it's so hard to transition your game to do something so consciously that's not just what you've been doing, right? No matter what the circumstances are. It's like when you tell yourself that you're going to work and you're going to go a different way on purpose and then you still go the same way on because you're on autopilot and you completely forget, right? It's, I mean, imagine, but then, you know, at the NBA level, live sports, not just driving a car to work, okay? It's it's amazing to me what what this Lakers team stands to sort of, you know, they got to they gotta look in the eye of the beast right away. Not only are they playing the Warriors on ring night, I mean, it's the Clippers, it's the Blazers, it's the Nuggets, Wolves, Nuggets again. All these teams who are expected to be in the playoffs. And so many people are saying, Lakers, eight seed, yeah, that sounds good. I, I mean, I hope so. <laughs> We've come a long way where we're sitting here saying, I hope so, right? That's, that's a big precipitous drop from what we're accustomed to when it comes to the Lakers. But that's the reality. I don't even think Darvin Ham knows what to expect from this team. I don't think LeBron James truly knows what to expect. Anthony Davis barely been on the court, so I don't know what he knows to expect. We'll get into his play because he was he was very good this preseason. There's no way that he knows what to expect. Russ Westbrook, not even ask him. Everybody's obsessed with asking him every day how he feels. I think he's he's over it, right? All right. Anthony Davis looked great in the preseason when he was on the court. He was active. He was scoring. Right? His shot was looking a lot better. That's a very encouraging sign. He's hitting the glass. Got to keep him healthy. Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn looked great for the most part of this preseason. Okay, Lakers going to need Kendrick Nunn. I know that's crazy to say because we sit here and we say we don't do that. But the Lakers are going to need Kendrick Nunn for offense on this team. I think there's a role for Lonnie Walker if he wants to take it. I've been waiting for him to kind of take that next step. And there are times where it looks like, man, it's there. It's right there for him. And then there are times where it's just, I want to say he disappears, but he just, he looks like a different player. So it's very hard to assess truly exactly where he is. But there is a clear role for him if he wants to take it. Austin Reeves, same thing, right? Same thing. The Matt Ryan story is amazing, you guys. It, It really is. Okay, it really is an amazing story. The guy was delivering for DoorDash, doing all sorts of where I think he was working at a cemetery at one point, like doing all sorts of stuff for work, trying to keep his dream alive. You know what? Someone who is going to find himself in a very similar situation. I. I can really respect that. And I don't mean similar situation in terms of I'm going to go try to be in the NBA. But in terms of just trying to keep yourself, you know, afloat and together enough to pursue what you really want to do, you know, I respect that. And there's something to be said for, you know, the steadiness of of chasing something as you're constant while you're figuring it out along the way, rather than the steadiness of having it along the way and trying to figure it out in the process. I know that's going to confuse some folks, but just go with me on that. I think there's something to be said for that. So kudos to you, Matt Ryan, right? I mean, he was one of the best three-point shooters on the team during the preseason. But but that said, it's also a testament to how bad 
the Lakers need shooters. Kendrick Nunn and Anthony Davis clipped it at 40% from three in the preseason. And AD averaged a little more than three a game, so it wasn't like he just took one or two, okay? But Kendrick Nunn taking five and a half a game, that's you love that. But Matt Ryan was the third best one at 35%, and he had one game where he really got hot. And his overall field goal percentage is not even 40%, all right? So this is not... This is, this is not something that we're like, okay, Matt Lakers got Matt Ryan. Let's go. Ask the Colts how that's working out. Just kidding. Cross sports jokes. We do that here. Okay. But you look at the Lakers depth chart. I mean, you're looking at Lonnie Walker, Juan Toscano Anderson, Austin Reeves, Max Christie, Wenyan Gabriel, Cole Swider. Cole Swider? I mean, like, huh. Right? That was, that was for you, Carl, if you're listening to this. That was that big time squeeze voice. Wow, I haven't thought about that in years. Years, guys, you've got to love when you're doing live stuff and memories that come back from college, from high school, from different times just come right back to you as you're doing stuff when you're thinking about people who who matter and who have shaped you along the way. Make sure you shout out your people. Lakers depth chart is very uninspiring. Not exactly worth a shout out while we're on the topic of shout outs. I, I got no problem with Patrick Beverly on this team. I think he brings an element that this team needs. Kendrick Nunn brings an element this team needs. Anthony Davis obviously brings lots of elements that this team needs, as does LeBron James. If he's feeling like LeBron James, you know, three quarters of what LeBron James' standard is, even. But there is not exactly a plethora of talent on this team. You look up and down a roster like the Nuggets or the Suns, right? One of those teams in the Western Conference where they're kind of just a pain to play every night, even if their main guys are off. And those types of teams are becoming more difficult to play in the playoffs as well. It's it's a big difference, right? I mean, it's, it's a notable difference in terms of what the Lakers have to offer versus the other teams. And the competition is only getting stronger. I mean, the parity in the NBA... I said it last season, all year for the most part. And I mean, I'm going to go in riding that same train. It has just been incredible to see the amount of talent and competition that's not only within the NBA, but spread across the league. I mean, really, on any given night, you can find a game, at least one or two games that are worth watching, right? Even teams that have no business being in games and like find themselves in games now. As we say, everybody's a professional. So that's what always excites me about a new season, right? It's a new opportunity. It's a new chance for the Lakers to, you know, really kick off a different portion of the LeBron and AD era, right? I think the championship that that we had in the bubble is more, you lean more into LeBron with that, even though AD played a significant part, obviously. But now you hope that AD really can take that next step and become this team's leader. I mean, I would love to see, you know, AD really just yelling at the guys on the floor. Not because, you know, of a mistake even necessarily, just because of the leadership, just like really communicating on defense, really trying to communicate what he's doing, what they're doing out there. Just really taking that next step to be a more vocal, present leader than one that just leads with his play. I think that would really go a long way for this team, right? So, I mean, I just... I think we were all surprised by, by the Schroeder signing. We're not going to spend too much time on it because he's he's out for the next several weeks. Okay, We're not going to spend too much time on it, but we're all surprised. But for, for the veteran minimum, it's 
I'm never going to complain about a contract with a veteran minimum. But if that's the case, you, you would have thought that there would have been a deal lined up for Westbrook given that Beverly's already here. I mean, at a certain point, like, you can't just sit there and say, oh, this was part of the plan too. And yeah, Schroeder had to prove himself because, you know, teams are like kind of giving him, you know, it's kind of become the the Ennis Cantor, Ennis Freedom of point guards. Like, yeah, I mean, you can do some stuff, but are you really useful, you know? And it's weird to say it like that, but that's kind of where Schroeder finds himself. And we'll see. We'll see. I mean, he's he's lanky. He's not, you know, it, it comes down to effort with a lot of these guys. That's 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 really what it is for me. And like, it's cool that he's back, but it's just, it's kind of, like, it, it feels a little like retread vibes, you know? It's, it's just, I want to see how this team plans to actively get better. I mean, they can't recruit to a team that sucks either. The plan just can't be, well, we have a bunch of cap space. You got to spend it. And if your team sucks, it's it's not exactly a an environment where people are going to flock to. I know it's the Lakers, but it's it's it is what it is. You, you got to kind of get out of that mode of we're the Lakers, so whatever. You got to prove it, man. You got to show up. You got to show up to show out. And that's the reality of it. I don't, I, it's hard for me to say how this team should really be constructed. I mean, all right, if Russell Westbrook is healthy, again, knowing Dennis Schroeder is out, okay? But if Russell Westbrook is healthy, him and Beverly are going to play minutes at point guard. You got Nunn and Reeves and Lonnie Walker at shooting guard. You got Reeves and Lonnie Walker at small forward with JTA and Troy Brown's out a bunch. And then LeBron and AD should really both play the bulk of the minutes at power forward and center. I mean, those, you know, if you really want to break it down in traditional positions like that, this this rotation, I think to start the season is probably going to be 10 or 11 guys deep. I would like to see it at, you know, eight, nine. I, mean, I know that's a little old school, but, you know, this team has to develop continuity at some point as well. You can't just be constantly changing things up and just seeing what fits because at a certain point, you got to you got to try things sustainably. Give it a chance to marinate a little, you know. Anyway. I'm curious what we get. And I don't mean like in terms of the talent, because I think we can all sit here and to various degrees kind of predict that. But I'm curious what we get in terms of the effort. I want to see where guys are, are making their efforts to be more than just, you know, a, a shadow or a reflection of their reputation. Last year's Lakers team left so much to be desired in that way. It was just such a lack of effort. And this last preseason game versus the Kings, moving forward, you know, kind of moving forward into the preseason here. This last preseason game against the Kings, there was, you know, that that it was a very similar vibe. It was it was a it was a feeling like a lack of of effort. And there was so much juice in this because Russell Westbrook's coming off the bench and we want to see what it looks like and even though we're not full strength, we're still bringing Russell Westbrook off the bench and da 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 da. da. And it just didn't really it didn't really pop. The Lakers got down super early in the first quarter. You know, by the end of the first quarter, already down big. Terrible by halftime. It was just, it was a complete blowout. It really, it inspired very little confidence. I mean, everybody says the preseason, oh, you know, we, we use it to sort of confirm or deny our own biases, depending upon your, your perspective, right? If you're, if, you, if you're thinking about it, like, for veterans, you're like, oh, they'll be fine. Don't worry. This is just their warm-up. If you think about it for new guys, you're like, oh, well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they'll start slow, right? 
or you know we like last year a lot of lakers fans threw away a terrible preseason winless and it turns out that that was kind of an omen for the season right this year the lakers didn't do much better they won a game they're competitive in a few more but they, they won a game and so is that an omen for what's to come as well we want to be excited about this team but really it just comes down to effort Lakers have to play with effort. They have to play with heart. They have to play like it matters. Lakers fans are going to show up. But if you start this season and there's no effort, you're going to find yourself in a bad place, both in terms of the public eye and in terms of the standings. Lakers get no breaks. And it's still the Lakers. Everybody wants to beat the Lakers. Everybody wants to beat LeBron and and Anthony Davis. Okay, That's just the reality of how it goes. So as the Lakers move forward here, we're going to really try to, you know, zoom in on this team and talk about its its current and its and its present status, but also what does it mean for going forward? Because the Lakers kind of have to play both lanes right now. If you, if you really hooked everybody up in the Lakers front office to a polygraph machine and said, do you expect to win the championship this year? You telling me everybody's saying yes and the needle isn't jumping off the page, Right? I know there are some people who believe it every year. I would like to sit here and believe it every year too. I'd also like to sit here and tell you that I'm six foot two and that my weight hasn't changed despite getting six inches, five foot eight to six foot two. But that's not the reality that I live in, unfortunately. Okay. And I need, personally, I need this Lakers season. The Mets, Mets season ended very, very chaotically and suddenly. Life's personal circumstances have been a little left, right, and center with a lot of stuff for me going on. And sports, that's that's for so many. That's what sports are. They're this welcome distraction. It's just beautiful, organized thing that you're able to be a part of even while you're sitting on the sidelines. Because as a fan, you feel so connected to what's going on. That you really, every time you intake it, it's like, even when it's frustrating, it's like a fresh, uh, a breath of fresh air, right? It's, it's the stuff that you need. You're so accustomed to it. I mean, this is what I did. I studied sport management. I work, I worked in and around the NBA, right? I've done this, and it's just, it's, it's this thing. It's this culture. It's, it's amazing what can happen. When you feed your soul the things that it really is the most receptive to. And I think that's a really good way for me to start transitioning to the end of this podcast. All of us go through challenges in life and we all see things different sometimes. No matter what happens with these Lakers or for yourself going forward, it's a reminder that things keep moving, right? So enjoy this. Enjoy the highs. Enjoy the lows. There will be both. Enjoy the frustrations and the successes because they will be unique to this year. Stay present in the moment. The Lakers season is back. Lakers basketball is back. You don't have to think about what you're watching or what you're eating because you know it's Taco Tuesday with the basketball going straight up in the air for the Lakers to take the court. We're back on the Ethos Lakers podcast. You got to follow us on Twitter at Ethos Lakers. You follow the whole Ethos family. You know where to find us. And until next time, which will be very soon, I'm out. I'm stoked to be back with you guys.